Good morning, Wright County, and a blessed Sunday morning to you. Thank you for tuning in to the Faith Lutheran Church Gospel Hour. My name is Paul Nickel. I'm pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Monticello, Minnesota. We are on the airwaves this morning to share a Christ-focused, cross-centered message of hope for a world in crisis. Jesus died for you so that you might live for him. We begin our radio worship in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The first reading for this, the fifth Sunday in Lent, comes from the Old Testament book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel was a prophet of the Lord. One day, the Lord gave Ezekiel to see a grand vision, a vision which testifies to the reality of the resurrection of the dead. Ezekiel writes in chapter 37 of the book which bears his name. The hand of the Lord was upon me, and he brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the middle of the valley. It was full of bones. And he led me around among them. And behold, there were very many on the surface of the valley. And behold, they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, you know. Then he said to me, Prophesy over these bones, and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord your God to these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter you, and you shall live. And I will lay sinews upon you, and will cause flesh to come upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and you shall live, and you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a sound, and behold, a rattling, and bones came together, bone to its bone. And I looked, and behold, there were sinews on them, and flesh had come upon them, and skin had covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, Prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived, and stood on their feet, an exceedingly great army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say our bones are dried up and our hope is lost and we are indeed cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I will open your graves and raise you from your graves, O my people, and I will bring you into the land of Israel. 
and you shall know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and raise you from your graves, O my people. And I will put my spirit within you, and you shall live, and I will place you in your own land. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. I have spoken, and I will do it, declares the Lord. Citizens of Wright County, the Lord has spoken, and the Lord will do it. At the end of time, Jesus Christ will come again. When he does, he will open our graves, and he will raise us all from the dead. The Lord has spoken, and the Lord will do it. Hear now these words of hope and comfort for trying times from Psalm 121. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Would you please pray with me now? Risen Lord Jesus Christ, you alone are the source of eternal life. You alone have the power to redeem us from sin, death, and the devil. You alone have the power to raise the dead. You alone are the Savior of the world. Lord Jesus Christ, save us now. We acknowledge that we are sinners, and we confess that we do not deserve your blessings. But nevertheless, you died for us. You rose for us. Therefore, come quickly to save us. During these days of pandemic, Lord, have mercy upon those who are ill. Heal them. Have mercy upon those who are frightened, anxious, or grieving. Comfort them. Have mercy upon those who are well. Grant them continued good health. Have mercy upon every health care worker in this world. Be their shield and protection as they risk their lives to care for others. We thank you for their incredible compassion, their awe-inspiring courage, and their selfless service as they daily work to save the lives of those afflicted by disease. Provide the healthcare workers with all the equipment they need in order to carry out their healing work safely and effectively. Lord, bless them and keep them. And we ask you also to guide the government leaders of our world 
including the President of the United States, the Governor of Minnesota, and the members of the Wright County Board of Commissioners. Grant them all a spirit of wisdom and justice as they daily face the challenges of governing during this extraordinary time. Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy upon us all. In your powerful name we do pray. Amen. As concern about the coronavirus continues to dominate the news cycle, now, more than ever, people are starting to reckon with the reality of mortality. No human being lives forever. We all know that fact in our minds. But now, people are also starting to feel that reality on a gut level. Is it possible that in the months ahead, death might come to me or to my family? What happens when I die? Is there life beyond the grave? To that last question, is there life beyond the grave, the Bible answers with a resounding, emphatic, joyful, victorious, yes. Yes, indeed, there is life beyond the grave. Recall the vision of Ezekiel. He saw the dry bones coming back to life. Yes, indeed, there is life beyond the grave. Recall the promise that God gave to us all through the mouth of the prophet. Behold, I will open your graves and raise you, O my people. Yes, citizens of Wright County, there is life beyond the grave. The resurrection is real. This radio sermon is based upon these powerful words of Scripture coming to you from 1 Corinthians chapter 15. The Apostle Paul writes these glorious words. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we shall be changed. For this perishable body must put on the imperishable, and this mortal body must put on immortality. When the perishable puts on the imperishable, and the mortal puts on immortality, then shall come to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Indeed, Wright County, thanks be to God. Praise to the Lord, the Almighty, the King of creation. Jesus has won the battle. Jesus has defeated the last enemy. Jesus has stolen death's dark sting. The resurrection is real, and the resurrection reality has the power to conquer every fear. Take a few moments now 
to consider the glory of the resurrection that waits for us all. When we die, and yes, all of us will die someday, let's be clear about that, when we die, our bodies shall be laid to rest. They shall sleep in the ground, but they shall not sleep forever. At the end of time, the crucified, risen, and ascended Lord Jesus Christ shall return to this earth. He will come again with an awe-inspiring display of overwhelming power and worldwide glory. And when Jesus returns, human history will come to a sudden screeching halt. The world will stop in its tracks. There will be a tremendous blast from the heavenly trumpet, and then the graves will be opened. Death will yield us up. In a flash, our bodies will burst from the ground. In the twinkling of an eye, every human being who has ever lived and died will be brought back to life. Think of it. Every single human being, from Adam and Eve right up to you and me and all who come after us, all of us will be raised from the dead. And it will be the real deal, folks, not some kind of vague, spiritual-only kind of resurrection, but a real, physical, bodily resurrection. Ezekiel saw bones joined once again to bones, and bodies covered with real sinew and real flesh. The resurrection will be a resurrection of the body. And the resurrection will set in motion a tremendous series of events, a series of events that will culminate in salvation fulfilled for every Christian believer. Immediately after the resurrection, there will come a soul-searing judgment. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10 says that all of resurrected humanity will appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each one may receive what is due for what he has done in the body, whether good or evil. In a split second, the entirety of your life will be laid bare before the Lord. Every thought from your mind, every word from your mouth, every deed your hand has committed will be revealed. And then the Lord will weigh your life in the balance. Jesus will render a divine verdict upon your life, a verdict from which there is no appeal. And after the verdict has been spoken, the angels will usher you into the next life. Either you will pass into eternal light and life in the presence of God forever, or you will pass into eternal darkness and separation from God forever. Perhaps the thought of this eternal judgment troubles you. Perhaps you are concerned because your conscience accuses you, and you know that you are a sinner who has broken God's law. Perhaps you are concerned that the judgment will result in a sentence of condemnation. If you are worried about the judgment that is coming, then I would like to say to you, Fear not, my friend. Yes, 
Fear not. True enough, you may be a sinner, but so am I. And I know that Jesus Christ died on the cross to save sinners like you and me. On the cross, Jesus paid the penalty for every sin that has ever been committed. Jesus took all the condemnation that we deserve upon himself. Jesus took all the punishment for your sins and mine. Why did he do it? So that we might be saved when judgment day comes. Citizens of Wright County, fear not. All that you need to do in order to be saved on the last day is to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ in this life. Repent of your sins and place your trust in the crucified Lord's blood-bought redemption. The Bible says, Whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. The Bible says, There is now therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Let me say that one again. There is now therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Citizens of Wright County, place your faith in the crucified Christ today. Don't hesitate. Don't delay. We do not know what tomorrow will bring. Secure your salvation now. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ in this life, and you shall be saved when the next life dawns. When you appear before the throne of judgment, the Lord will say to you, his believing child, Verdict, complete and total forgiveness. Sentence, eternal life in heaven. And with that declaration ringing in your ears, you will enter into the life of eternal glory. And what a life it will be. In the life to come, you will discover that your resurrected body is imperishable, immortal, undefiled. Your resurrected body will be filled with an indestructible life. No more shall sickness, disease, or death hold any power over you. Once you have been raised to new life, you will never die again. We, with our resurrected bodies, will go to live in heaven forever. What will heaven be like? The book of Revelation describes it this way. Behold, the dwelling place of God will be with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain any more, for the former things will have passed away. Is that not a vision of surpassing beauty, right, County? In heaven, we shall see God face to face because he will dwell right by our side. In heaven, all suffering will cease. Truly, no eye has yet seen, no ear has yet heard the fullness of the resurrection glory which God has prepared for those who love him. Now, perhaps 
you have listened to all this talk about resurrection, you've listened to all this talk about eternal life, and you are a bit skeptical. Can God really do it, you ask? Can God really raise the dead? Citizens of Wright County, yes, God can, and yes, God will. The resurrection is reality. Nothing is too hard for the Lord. The resurrection miracle, God's already done it once and God will do it again. 2,000 years ago, Jesus Christ died on the cross. For three days, Jesus laid in the tomb, stone cold dead. But on the third day, God ripped the grave apart. He snatched his son from death's dark grasp. God the Father raised his son from the dead. God the Father gave Jesus Christ a new and indestructible life. And let me tell you, if God did it for Jesus, he can do it for you. Because Jesus lives, you shall live also. The resurrection is real. Yes, I know that Easter is still two weeks away, but I'm not waiting two more weeks to declare the glorious good news. The world needs to hear the resurrection gospel now. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen. Now for the hymn. Now thank we all our God was written by a German Lutheran pastor named Martin Rinkhart. Pastor Rinkhart lived from 1586 to 1649, and for 32 years he ministered in the town of Eilenburg, Saxony. The years of his ministry were very difficult. The Thirty Years' War, which ultimately claimed around 8 million lives, raged in and around Pastor Rinkhart's town from 1618 to 1648. Three times, his town was overrun by invading armies. By the late 1630s, Eilenburg was jam-packed with refugees from the war. Then, the plague, called the Black Death, suddenly descended on the town. Epidemic inflicted further massive suffering upon Pastor Rinkhart's war-weary flock. By 1637, the faithful pastor was conducting as many as 50 funerals per day, including, at one point, the funeral of his own wife. Yet somehow, in the midst of all that trauma and grief, Pastor Rinkhart penned the words to the hymn, Now Thank We All Our God. This hymn stands as an incredible testimony to the power of Christian faith and hope and love to overcome the trials of this life. Now thank we all our God with hearts and hands and voices who wondrous things has done in whom his world rejoices, who from our mother's arms hath blessed us on our way with countless gifts of love and still is ours today. O may this bounteous God through all our life be near us, 
with ever-joyful hearts and blessed peace to cheer us, and keep us in his grace, and guide us when perplexed, and free us from all ills in this world and the next. All praise and thanks to God the Father now be given, the Son, and him who reigns with them in highest heaven, the one eternal God, whom earth and heaven adore, for thus it was, is now, and shall be evermore. The Bible encourages us. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Pastor Rinkhart rejoiced, prayed, and gave thanks during the midst of his struggles. And I know that we can do the same in the midst of ours. Will you please join with me now in confessing our Christian faith according to the words of the Apostles' Creed? We confess, I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And now we pray together as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and grant you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Faith Lutheran Church Gospel Hour. Our mission is to bring you a Christ-focused, cross-centered message of hope for a world in crisis. In John 14.6, Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Have you accepted Jesus Christ by faith as your personal Lord and Savior? If you would like to learn more about how to receive Jesus into your heart, please call Faith Lutheran Church in Monticello, Minnesota at 763-878-2092. Again, 
please call Faith Lutheran Church at 763-878-2092. Right now, we're closed until further notice because of the coronavirus pandemic. But when we're able to be open again, please join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. We are located in Silver Creek Township, just north of Lake Mariah State Park, at 12449 Clementa Avenue Northwest. Google search Faith Lutheran Church in Monticello to find our website or Facebook page. This has been Pastor Paul Nickel from Faith Lutheran Church. I'm signing off the airwaves for now. But remember this, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed.